Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of the Fixed Audio Podcast podcast. Um, we I, did it! We did it! You said it I, all! I said it all, and it's I didn't correct. screw it up. Now we just have to hope the audio is correct. And judging from, yeah, know, from no all joke. my stuff down here, it looks like it should be fine. Um, so if it's the fixed, it'll be like Bob's Burger. So if we mess it up again, it'll be the Fixed Audio Podcast podcast podcast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Sorry for interrupting you. No, you I just was so proud. We got our intro down. I actually thought I was going to screw it up after we talked about it. I was like, I'm going to screw I it up. I kind of was waiting for it. So, um, In case you're wondering, last week's episode, I have it. Um, I am, I was going to say legible, but that's reading. Um, I am audibly okay on my end um, in terms of how it comes through my microphone. When I, we recorded, I apparently had a new audio source for Sam, two of them coming through my, uh, my recorder and everything Sam said was doubled up. And it was so bad that once he started prolonging his, Sam, this is what it was. If you were to say one or two words, it was dealable. Like, okay, fine. But if you had a long thought yeah, and got like six words into it, it's pretty much all it sounded like. And I was like, that's not going to work. <laughs> I heard back in the day there was like this military gun of some sort. And the whole thing was is that it basically captured the audio and replayed it back to the person speaking. And it would confuse their mind because they would hear themselves that then they would be like kind of couldn't concentrate and couldn't keep talking. Right. I don't know why would they would be a gun like that. but Well, you know, I used to do a podcast with a buddy of mine before I ever had any of this kind of setup. And I had headphones on, and I, I heard myself talk as I was talking. Yeah. And it was one of the most distracting things. It took me forever to get used to it. But yeah. it was like, I like I had to, I developed a twitch because I was like hearing myself in stereo oh, and surround. Well, anytime we play games with, you know, our buds, it's like if I have the pod, the my headset on and I hear myself talk back, and it's like, yeah, you kind of have to like stop for a second because you're like, Right, and in that situation, it's even worse because when you're playing online with somebody and somebody's got a mic or whatever where it echoes, you're not sure if you're hearing them echo or if you're hearing somebody else talk and it's really yourself, or you're like, wait, oh no, that was me. What was what just happened? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent agree. Um, I want to talk about a big thing that has happened in the last week. Sam, yeah, did you get a new toy? I did get a new toy. So as you, you know, probably the people that listen know, we are uh, electronic, you know, fans. We like to get the new and uh, fun items. And I had been kind of waxing and waning for <laughs> months. how many months? months? Two, three months about getting an Oculus Quest. And it was one of those things where I was like, a year. I want it. It's been a year, Sam, because we talked about that last year. Because we were talking about the video of them watching stuff and then popping their head out. And oh, okay. So it's, it's so yeah, like it's one of those things that's been on my mind for like a long time, and I was just kind of like, I don't know, I can't really justify it. You know, the base version's like four hundred dollars, the higher ones five hundred. They would always be sold out, and so every now and then they pop up, and then you'd get a notification that would say, "Hey, it's available." And if you didn't order it within a few hours, it was gone again. And the only way to buy it would be to go through another source, and it'd be like. You know, 150 to 250 dollars more than what you would want to buy. You know, what the the actual price of it was. So, you know, after you know, 
kind of waxing and waning back and forth over and over and talking about why how I didn't need it, I finally just decided, you know what? I do need this, or at least I want this. You want this. <laughs> and, you know, as far as things go, I was like, the next time it pops online, I'm just going to order it. Worst case scenario, I can sell it, which I hate people that sell stuff for more money, so I might just sell it at cost, um, or I can ship it back. If right. I, you know, I get buyer's remorse and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want this. Why did I do that? Send it back. Uh, so I was on, you know, going through my video game websites. I check and I hopped on one and it said, hey, the Oculus Quest is in stock. And I was like, oh, awesome. That's fantastic. So I go to it. It's, it goes send me over to GameStop. And at any time I checked it when I was kind of getting ready, like I wanted to buy it. I had it in my cart a couple times off the Oculus store. And then I got, would remove it. But anytime I had it there, the earliest I was ever going to get it was June. Like that's the f earliest they would ship it because they were backlogged and they'd say, okay, we'll ship in June. So, you know, I see it on GameStop. The one I'm looking at is the base version, 64 gigabytes. And it came with the case, like the Oculus case actually. And I'm like, well, that's a pretty sweet deal for price, for the actual price, the retail price. And so I was like, I'm going to go ahead and order it. And it said, you know, it'll ship by the end of May, May 22nd. So I was like, well, that's even better. I'm going to get it sooner. And then next thing I know, you know, last week I get an email. Hey, your item's available. It's going to ship to you next week by the 12th. And, you know, lo and behold, yesterday came and went. And when I got home from work, there it was available. So <laughs> I, you know, I like to you know open things up really nice and slowly, keep everything intact, make sure everything's where it's supposed to be, um, review it kind of, you know, tried it on just to kind of like I got to look at it and just see. And it had like to update like on any new console or anything. It has to update its firmware. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to let it update and I'm going to charge it. And I'm not going to mess with it till after the kids go to bed. That way it'll have time to charge. It'll have time to update and then I can play with it. So last night, oh, around, I want to say like nine o'clock. Actually, I was, that's I forgot. I watched a show with my wife and I was like, I'll watch the show and I'm going to get it out. I got it out. And I started, you know, messing around with it. And I got to tell you, it has exceeded my expectations entirely. It is it is honestly blown my mind. Like one of the first things you do once you put it on and it kind of walks you how the controllers work, you draw out your play space on the floor. And I, you know, I watched videos of people doing this. Um, but I was like, how easy is this going to be? How well is it going to work? And I ha we have a pretty big family room, you know. So I actually traced, I pushed back the tables. I traced around the couch in the area and kind of around. I mean, I've probably got a space here and it rec recommends like I think a six by five foot by six by five foot space. I probably traced out, I mean, that entire family room in length. You got a lot of big and then, area. What's that? You have a lot of area. Yeah, I have a lot of area. So yeah. So I had traced it out in length and then I traced it out you know, kind of around the, the perimeter of like the furniture and stuff to make sure I wouldn't knock into it. And it just loaded up. And then you are in a virtual space and then you've got sound being piped in from like this, you know, the speakers and everything. And you're there, you know, in this virtual area. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to kind of jump around and see what type of games and things are available. And it's got a free, you know, a couple free demos and everything I tried, it was just like, I mean, it just kind of blew my mind that it just works. <laughs> it just works. And like the controllers are so like, ergonomic they feel so comfortable in your hands the way they sit and just grabbing items and like picking up a gun feels like a gun shooting a gun feels like you would like point and shoot a you know gun um, without the weight of a heavy gun of course right. um and then i tried a couple they have demos for certain games and i tried uh um this one that was like a space shooting game that was like waves of enemies 
Um, I tried Beat Saber, which uh, you know a lot of people have recommended, um, and that was cool. But my favorite one had to definitely be Super Hot in VR, which you know I'd heard good things about it already. But I was like, well, I'll give it a try. I'd only I'd only ever played it on the console. And then the thing that blew my mind is with this play space that you've created, the Oculus Quest. But you know the thing about it is you do not have any wires tying you down. There is nothing in your you know to con- say, hey, you can't go here, you can't go there. Right. Just the play space you created. I was walking around in that space and moving and trying to get away from these enemies. And the whole idea of, you know, um, for those that haven't played um, for super hot is that you're, the characters don't move until you move. And then you basically got to take them down. Right. And so I would be like walking backwards from characters that were coming towards me, you know, getting close <laughs> to the edge of the wall. And then as they get close to me, you could punch them or there'd be items to grab and pick up and throw at them. And, it it just worked flawlessly. I expected some gimmick, you know, for it to be kind of not feel like it worked, but like you'd throw something at a character that was holding a gun and you'd reach up and grab the gun out of the air, pull it down, pull off a shot, take off a character. If they'd had something, you could grab that out of the air, chuck it at them. It worked perfect. And it was awesome. And I have enjoyed it thoroughly. I mean, just within the few little bits, I've tried it. Um, and I'm looking forward to continuing with it. Nice. You, uh, I've been, I meant to tell you, I should have had you record an unboxing of it. Oh, I should have thought about that. Darn yeah, it. No, it's all right. Um, well, it was very nicely boxed, almost kind of like an Apple product. Yeah. You know, where you got like the, like everything kind of has its compartments where it's at. Very minimalistic. I've always loved opening Apple products because I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it's satisfying because everything's clean. It just does what it's supposed to. Like you open it and peel it away. I'm like, it's just satisfying. So, um, but no, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, so, I pl- so Dave's got his PlayStation VR, and I've played yeah. Super Hot, um, and I was like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I only, oh, yeah. I only played it for a little bit, but right. it was yeah. I was wondering if you had ever played Super Hot or if you were going to do it. Um, Dave, just the. Uh- uh, yeah, console version. That was it. Um, I don't know. I would imagine it's available for Oculus. The um, yep. There's a game that came out called um, Walking Dead Sinners and Saints. I think that is a game that's coming out from what I heard. It's not out yet. Okay. Well, it's, it's out on PlayStation. And gotcha. Dave has been binging it off and on. So yeah. it's funny because he has, he touched his PlayStation VR when he moved here a couple times. He hasn't touched it. He hasn't touched it for forever. It's just yeah. been collecting dust. Well, he saw the um, some trailer for this Walking Dead game, yeah, and got so excited and bought it, and has just been. It's funny because I like the, he, he sits like right over here. You've seen it, but it's yeah. right over oh, here yeah. to my left. And, and heard and and heard, and he's just doing. Like I can hear him bouncing on my couch, or then he's standing up and doing stuff, yeah. and he's just talking to himself like no i don't like you get away and yeah. like doing all this stuff and i'm like it's so interesting and i've watched it because it, should, it plays on my television and so it's, right. it's like it does look pretty interesting it looks pretty good for like you know and they the, the trailer he showed me showed all the accolades it's gotten as a pretty yeah. good vr game so um does so does the oculus can you set it up to to play on your television yeah. Yes, you can set it up to cast. I think you need like a Google Chromecast or something, but it is kind of neat because 
whenever you open it up, you know, you've got the um, app downloaded on your phone, you can cast it to individual things so people can kind of see what's going on. So, like, I let my kiddos just kind of look in it and see, but, like, kind of tell them what they needed to do. I, like, cast it to that, and I was like, okay, click this, click that, because they were like, let me see, and I was like, which you're not supposed to use it for under 13, so I realized that. But I was just like, I'll let them see it, you know, just to kind of get an idea of what it looks like. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's super cool. So, I mean, it's been so much fun, and I got it. It's funny in a way how it all worked out, because if I had ordered the ones from Oculus, I still wouldn't have had it by now. No. And the fact that like I waited and then all of a sudden that deal popped up, it's like, I got it earlier. I got it with a case and I got it at price. So, well, end goal here is for you to get half-life Alex. Yes. Um, That is the hope. We've talked about, you're going to need my PC to run it. (laughs) Which I wonder, do you have a C drive or a C port? On your like USB-C? Well, I have a USB port do you have a USB-C that's the question and it, are the one the USB ones that you have are they 3.0 yes okay well then I could get a thing because I think that's the big issue that I've heard with it is that you have to have USB 3 yeah to I've... run it but the the cable that oculus sells is only C drives or C USB-C well right but that's the input part of the oculus and, isn't it and the output on their cable. Interesting. Yeah. But you can get an adapter from what, yeah. I, under, what I understand, I, and you can hook it up. I got. I have a really nice Alienware that I bought for yeah. gaming and for doing this kind of stuff. So there's a good chance that on the back I might have that. Um, yeah. On my front. Oh, shit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I've got one right here on the front of my... Nice. I just the only... An, well, the one annoying thing is because I think Half-Life Alex made it... People kind of go crazy... And the, you know the sales of Oculus and everything else has been out forever, um, but the cable, the Oculus Link cable itself, has not been back in stock. It's an already a, a, an expensive cable. It's an eighty dollar cable from Oculus, um, exactly. And then if you are looking for it afterwards, it's basically twice that anywhere else you can get it, hmm. which is kind of a pain. There are some um, other cables from different uh, brand makers, but what I've heard. One of the things that's nice about their cable alone is that it charges the Oculus Quest while you use it. Nice. Okay. So whereas this, the other mm. ones, from what I understand, do not. Cool. Which, in all honesty, it's got, I think they said, a three-hour battery life. Um, and I don't know that you'd want to be in VR that long anyway. No. And, you know, like I said, Dave's been playing that Walking Dead game. And I've I've had to go over to him and tap him on the shoulder and say, dude, take a break. Like yeah. you don't want to be in that thing too long because it, yeah. he, and he goes, yeah, I'm actually starting to get a headache. And I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm like, you exactly. don't want to do that. And like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say like to back up what you said earlier. So that thing's been in my house for getting close to a year now. And both of my kids have wanted to play it and use it. And I've told right. them, I'm like, no, like yeah. same with 3d movies. Like they say, yeah. they don't, you know, if your eyes are, if you're not like at least 13 years old to try to right. avoid it. So, yeah. like, Logan's seen one 3D movie, and it was more of an accident because we didn't know we had bought tickets for a 3D movie. Right. And I've, like, Austin is now, like I said, look, Austin, maybe at some point I'll let you do the, the VR thing, but it's not something I'm really that keen on right now. That was another thing I was going to say that was cool when you kind of um, mentioned having it and then um, the movie thing especially is that, so last night I was just kind of jumping around, 
and it's you know owned by Oculus is, is owned by Facebook, right? And so you know they're the creators of it. So they've got these social spaces. And one of the things last night is that you can jump into movie theaters with other people if they've like bought a movie to like watch with them. And so it like imitates a movie theater like screen and like the seats and everything. Huh. And so you basically jump in there and the um, headset itself has, you know, speakers that come out that aren't the greatest, but you can hear stuff. And then it has um, a microphone on it. So you can actually talk to other people, I'm guessing in the movie theater while you're playing. And I joined one um, while I was, you, you know, looking around at stuff last night and they were watching edge of tomorrow and it's just funny because you're like sitting in the seat, you know, and there's a screen in front of you, which I've talked about how with quarantine, I've kind of missed movies. I've right. missed going to the movie theater. And not that this is an actual replacement, but it's kind of nice to have something. Right. And I was like, this is kind of, I mean, just kind of cool to have. And it's and a neat area to see. And, um, and, and you can do like multiplayer gaming on it as well, which I don't have any of those games on it at this time, but it's just kind of cool. And I assume there's a headphone port so that you don't have to deal with the audio coming straight out of the... Correct. There's two, actually. Oh, so you can... So... How would that work? So they've, they've got individual, like, um, Oculus sells um, individual headphones, like, where it's just one head uh, earpiece to each port, and okay. you put it in. Kind of a better surround sound type feel. So you could sit on the couch and watch something on the Oculus if you wanted yeah. one, not yeah. bother anybody else. Right, because like I also I downloaded downloaded uh, Netflix onto it, and it's funny because I booted it up last night, and um, there's like a couch, and it's like got a TV and like an, over a fireplace, and I like, <laughs> this is just this is just kind of funny to have a setup like this, but I was like, then you can pick a movie and watch can it. Can you I, like the setups? That that sounds cool, but can you set it to where it's just full screen in your vision? Uh oh. Oh, dilution. We've been having some issues prepping. You there? His screen looks like it froze. Yeah, it froze for a second, but I hear you again. Okay. What um, were you saying? I said, so the, set, the setup sounds cool where you get the television above the fireplace yeah. and stuff, but can you set it to where it's just full screen in your vision and you don't have to... I don't know, actually. I just I kind of just really quick jumped into it just to see what it looked like, which it actually was funny because it booted up. And I turned and there was like a couch behind me. And I found, I found myself doing this a little bit, playing it. Is like something will be nearby me, especially in super hot. Like the characters will be, you know, moving as you're moving. And I've had a couple times where I've turned and the person's right there. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're real close to me. Or occasionally they'll be shooting at you in like the games. And if something like comes like right at, at your face, it's like, whoa, that's in my face. So... But I'll have to try that. I've got a few things to try after this to see what it what happens. Cool. Well, let, let me know. Well, we want more information on it. Um, Absolutely. <clears throat> let's let's get into the stuff from last week. We're gonna blow through a little couple things. Yeah. Um, oh, real quick. I haven't touched the longing anymore. I'll stream <laughs> it. I think the best way to do the longing is to stream it and then talk to anybody yeah. who wants to just talk to me while I stream it. Um, I will. Uh, we are gonna. I'm gonna switch from doing YouTube for this for a while to, to Twitch. Uh, me and Sam talked about this a little bit. I'm either tonight or tomorrow. I'm going to start, I'm going to stream some of me playing MLB the show because I finally broke down. I've, so I've been missing baseball so much yeah. that I finally, which I've been like trying to not buy it, but I finally bought it because I want to play baseball yeah. or just right. have it in my life. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to do some, 
some streaming of baseball. I do want to do some streaming of, um, not Animal Crossing, Longing, but um, uh, it was a game we were just talking about, Doom, because oh, I have Doom, the Eternal. Doom Eternal. So gotcha. um, there's a lot of things I want to do there. Um, so look for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna have a new Twitch account and and uh, stuff set up, which I think would be fun once you got it. If you got out, well, not if when you get Half Life Alex and we get it set up, we should yeah. stream you playing it for the first oh, time yeah. just to. It'll be interesting. <laughs> um, but let's jump into the stuff from last week before we get into the, the little bit of news we have from this week. We, the little bit of news from this week's a lot of news. It is. Um, there was a rumor about real quick about the PS5 store. There was a rumor about how they're basically. You go to the store on the PlayStation 5, and there's a game, let's say, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And you're like, I don't know if I'll like this. Supposedly, you click on it, and it'll just pop right up, and you get to try it right then and there. It's like kind of like uh, Stadia, where you just push yeah. a button, and the game loads, and you start playing it. And I'm going to assume it's going to be on a timed thing. Um, not confirmed, just a rumor. I think we both were in agreement. This is, would be amazing for any console to have. Absolutely, yeah. Like, there's been so many times where you just want to try a game, but and again, I know we talked about this last week, but it may, we didn't get it out. Was we used Game Pass as an example because yeah. Game Pass, we both got to experience games that we would have never touched otherwise. Right. But having the ability to just open a store and go here, let me try it, play it for ten minutes, mm-hmm. or however long it lets you and turn it off. Um, realistically, you think this is something that either source system would be able to do? Yeah, I think it's possible. Um, it's kind of funny you mentioned Game Pass. It made me think just for a second, what if this was locked behind a paywall of any sorts? Which would be kind of silly, but what if it was like, you know, PS Preview, $5 a month, and you can go in and, you know, demo any game for an hour or something? If the... Well, I hate the... I hate the idea of a paywall yeah i don't think that would be the case no but but if it if it helps it be a thing mm-hmm. if you need to add a dollar or two to playstation plus right you know what i mean i think that yeah. i think that's not unheard of or totally out of the question if it allows to pay for the technology for them to do this right because something i always remind people you don't play for xbox live and you don't pay for playstation plus for the free games you get every month. Those yeah. are them thanking you. You pay for the servers and with crap to keep the servers going. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Making sure that everything's running without problems. Right. Most, most and on top of that, if you expect either of these companies to give you the biggest AAA or exclusive games for free every month, then you don't understand how the concept of this and how this works anyways. Right. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was announced, uh, mm-hmm. with, um, it's, it's Vikings and they announced, Vikings. and they announced it with a cool 15 hour poster reveal done by boss logic, which Sam, Your Sam, Sam has coined my boyfriend. Um, yep. having everything that's been shown in the last week, you, I know you said you're not real big on the Assassin's Creed games, but do you like the way it looks? Yeah, I mean, I don't ever have a problem with them. And I find for the most part, anytime I play them, I enjoy them. Um, it just is one that, you know, it's a matter of actually diving into the world. Something they announced or confirmed yesterday 
that I got really excited about was something that's always been a thing in the game is the hidden blade has always been a one-shot kill. You use your other weapons to fight people, and if you need to kill or assassinate somebody, you use the hidden blade, and you get them, and they're, they're dead. Now, right. it's not always been that simple to pull off using the hidden blade, and usually if you were in combat, combat with large crowds, the hidden blade was a part of a combo that you would do. And yeah. it wasn't just so you'd walk up and you'd... Because they're swinging heavy weapons and you they can sometimes be faster than you. Somebody comes up to you with a, like a knife or a saber or something and swings at you before you get a chance to get your hand up, you're going to start getting hurt. And you do have to have combat. But they changed that in Assassin's Creed Origins. And it was like one of the, my biggest pet peeves was because I'm like, okay, I know how Assassin's Creed games works. And I got to my first assassination guy and I'm like, okay, okay, I got this. Ran up. Used the hidden blade and just immediately was like, got him. And then he turned and looked at me and started punching me. And all of a sudden, crowds <laughs> are like, guys started swarming me. I'm like, no, wait, right. what was happening? No, you're supposed to be doing the death sequence. What's happening? And I died and I was like, I pulled my phone out and was like, what's going on? And it was like, they, they eliminated it. And I yeah. didn't understand that because what's the point of a hidden assassin's blade? If you, or an assassin in general. Or an assassin in general. Right. Um, if every time you pull the blade out, you still have to fight with them. Like, you know. So you're hoping they've gotten rid of that. Well, they did. Because they announced, oh, they they announced that yesterday. They, oh, they, they okay. announced that the, the one-shot the one shot kill with the hidden blade has returned. Okay. So that, which I think kind of goes with the trailer they showed. Because at the very end of the trailer, the guy just, who's been fighting with all these weapons, just pulls out the blade and shoves it in the guy's face and... He's down. So I'm I, when they announced that yesterday, I got a little bit more excited for it because I'm I've been taking the show me more, show me more approach with Assassin's Creed games lately. And so the fact that you, you basically you're just telling me you're re-implementing something that you used to have all the time that was one of the better parts of the game, I'm like yeah. Okay. Kind of more on theme with the, the series, basically. Right, which is which with the last couple games, you don't really feel like an assassin. It feels like more like Ubisoft is coming up with a reason to make a open world, you know, like action, action adventure RPG, and it's and that's kind of like killed some of the love of for me of the game. Right. It hasn't done well. When you think about it, when you've got that perfect stealthy kill, you know, you've avoided all the guards. You get up to the final you know, in boss or whoever you're, you know, you're going for the target. And then it's like to then stab them and have them be like, Hey, what's up? Let's, let's go down. Let's do right. this. Let's drop. So. I don't want to, I don't want to fight scene with you. I want to assassinate yeah. you. Exactly. <laughs> there's, there's a point to it. So, um, yeah. So no, I'm that, that news kind of made me a little more excited. Um, now I'm going to go ahead and jump a little bit. Cause, Oh, I did change it on my little list here on the screen. The Last of Us 2. There's a lot of news here to cover for Last of Us 2. Um, first of all, there were some spoilers leaked. Uh, mm -hmm. You read the spoilers. Mm -hmm. um, did they... Were they were they big? Like, don't tell them, obviously, but... No, 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 no. Were they like... Well, I mean, I... Were they, was it like end game? How the game ends type spoilers? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. I think I misunderstood when we talked. I didn't read anything. I, I thought it was like the new release date and everything. No, no, no. Well, we're going to talk about that, too. But no, yeah, when yeah. The Last of Us Two, like like legit spoilers to the game was released, right? You didn't read those. 
No, no, I didn't see that part. Okay. I thought it was like the new release date. No, and no, no, no. Like trailer drop and they, all that. They legit dropped story specific spoilers <laughs> to this game. And from what I understood, part of it was in game, like what really happens and some other the other yeah. stuff that they they hint at, which is <laughs> which is uh, a little nuts. And apparently assumed yeah. it was a disgruntled, oh, a disgruntled gotcha. naughty dog employee. And then they basically released over the last week that no, it wasn't a disgruntled naughty dog employee. It was a somebody hacked them and released the info. Okay. So, I thought I thought you. Oh, uh, actually... my mistake. I I misunderstood what we were talking about. So. No. It's all right. It happens a lot. Yeah. Um, well, last time. Yeah. So that's why I thought you were. Because you even said to me, let's talk about the Naughty Box Dog spoilers. And I'm like, dude, I don't, if you, like, you read them. I don't want to hear it. Like, I'm legit excited no. for this game. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Um, yeah. The game has gone gold. Yep. Um, they've started production. The new release date has been announced. Uh, it's June 19th, which is just over a month away. Um, I am really excited. They released the story trailer. Uh-huh. What did you think of the story trailer? It's very good. It's very gruesome. Very so. Well, everything they from the minute they started promoting this game, it's yeah. been like, holy crap! Like, yeah, what is that's nuts. And to be fair, and I'm I'm usually let this stuff slide when it's in context. The context of the game and the world, like I get it, like I it makes sense, but yeah, it's just it's you know it's it could be a little much if you're not used to it. Um, I don't know if it was Neil Druckmann or somebody else that works for Naughty Dog said this game will be more divisive than it w- the, the first one was for how people handle the content matter and the subject. And right. um, and then today they announced actually I want to throw this up here on my little my little thing here. Uh, PlayStation, this is on IGN. PlayStation announced The Last of Us Part 2 video series um, every Wednesday they're going to have a, like, basically a, an inside look at the, how the game was made. Oh, cool. I always like those type of things. Oh, I do too. They're fun to watch. Yeah, so um, blog posts from today on PlayStation uh, was the first one. And they're going to do it every day until it arrives. Every Wednesday. I'm sorry, every Wednesday until the game arrives. So I, I, I love it when they do these production things. I don't know. Did you ever watch the video of God of War's production? Uh, I think I've seen some of them. Well, there, it, you know, back in the day. there's a good hour long movie they did to talk about the God of War production, and it was yeah. um, I, it was very impressive. And also, it's cool to see the inside look at how these video games get made from these Agreed. big big publishers Crazy. and stuff. How much they put into it. Um. So yeah, overall, do you think you'll try Last of Us Two? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's kind of one of those, like, it's a very grim tale, um, and you're just kind of a very harsh reality, you know, in, like, a post-apocalyptic world. Um, But I enjoy those stories, and, you know, the ones that, especially saying it's a very divisive ending, I like the stories where it's not, like, everything ends on a happy note. There's a few series that I enjoyed when it's like, oh, man, everything kind of worked out, but I almost like it a little bit more when it's, like, a little bit more grim and kind of... uh, kind of linked with a reality that would may exist if this this world was around do so did you beat the first one uh-huh yeah do do 
I'm going to say spoilers are over here. Spoilers are over. If you haven't played the first Last of Us, that's not my problem. What, uh, (laughs) there's been money, PlayStation has made many opportunities for people to play the first Last of Us. Yeah. Um, did you, did you agree with the way the first one ended with how Joel handled the situation? Hmm. Is your, is your, I guess in the end, is your love and admiration for one person's life worth more more, 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 than the whole? Yeah. Well, it's kind of one of those questions of the truths that were being told at that point to each character, you know, did Ellie herself, did she agree to the procedures that were going to occur or was that something that the, um, Fireflies? Yeah. Wasn't that Fireflies. their name? That, yeah. Was it something that they kind of just decided, hey, we think she's got a cure. We're going to do this regardless of whatever. And then, you know, it kind of leaves it ambiguous at the end with them just kind of standing there and, you know, him kind of basically lying to her blatantly about, well, what happened? You know, and him being like, well, you know, I said it wouldn't work. So we're just moving on. And, you know, they just kind of closed the, closed the book on that and moved on. And you're left with, well, what's going on? Well, now we're going to, I imagine, get more information about that in the sequel. Um, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I think I'm, I'm okay with a, a story ending on the note that it did um, with the first Last of Us. Good. Cool. I, it, it was one of those, um, you know, I, it's, you, really, you really are torn. When you're not, you know, you're not in the situation. It's always easy to make, situ, you know, decisions when you're not in a situation and it was like but it was definitely one of those the game was over and i was like man like because there's a lot of implications for what that would mean for her if she didn't have all the information and he told her all the information and just like where they are now especially and how much information she has now so i'm um and i guess here's my here's my big question for, for for the second one do you think joel's alive yeah, yeah. I, that's been shown in the trailers. I thought. Well, it's been hinted at, but a lot of people have. There's a really good following of people that think she's hallucinating him. Oh, I gotcha. Well, I mean, I guess I could kind of see how that would play into it if you know he was a very close. They were very close in the in the game, so. But I don't know that Naughty Dog would do that. It doesn't seem like their style. No. Uh no, I'm, I could be wrong. I, I from the story trailer, I don't I don't think he's dead. I think he's alive. Yeah. That kind of helped yeah. me feel like he was alive. That doesn't mean I think he's gonna stay alive the whole game. But Right. <laughs> something's happening upstairs that nobody's happy about. Um Okay, cool. Yeah, I was just curious what where you what you for some reason, I thought you said you hadn't played it, or you were, or not that you hadn't played it, that you didn't finish the first one. So I wasn't sure what you were going to do with the second one. Um, Summer Game Fest, which is the event that um, Jeff Keeley Jeff Keeley started, but has been kind of um, worked with everybody because IGN's doing something kind of funny. He's going to be doing something with Gorilla um, at some point, I think, in the next week. Uh, Gorilla makers of Horizon Zero Dawn and um, Oh, what was the the gun game? I know. I, I just starts with a K, right? Kill zone. Kill zone. Kill zone. There you go. Um, 
Yeah, so everybody's kind of doing something. Everybody's a little bit involved. Like, I know, oh, not Game Informer, not GameSpot. Games Radar has had a hand in what Keeley's doing and has been posting everything. So, um, yeah, so their their whole thing is, and I guess really it kicked off yesterday, going from yesterday to for three months, right? I don't remember what the exact... Yep, uh, it's going to be a long haul. Yeah, so they're, they're going to be doing announcements, and they had big announcements yesterday, um, really big announcement today, um, but yesterday's was one that I posted in our little group chat that I'm no longer excited about any other game that's being released this year. Last of Us 2, Valhalla, uh, yeah. Halo Infinite, everything can go away, I don't even care. They're remastering and remaking Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Right. I can't count the hours I lost to the Tony Hawk franchise. Yeah. What was your highest combo? Oh, oh man, I, I don't remember. It was. Do you big. remember? Did you ever play local co-op with a friend on that? And there was like yes. a, the horse, and you yes. it was like who could get the bigger combo? Yes. <laughs> so my friends and I played that, and so here's the thing: I was never good at the combos. Like I could get you know a few points, but some of my friends, Justin, Brent, like they just they mastered that system like nothing else, especially when they took out or added in. Is it manuals when you kind of lean your yeah. skateboard up yeah. and they would just like chain these ridiculous combos. Well, yeah, you would rely on the even manuals come close to beating the unless they messed up. That was yes. the thing. We'd always joke that they got greedy because they try to get just a little bit more out of their combo, slip and die or slip and lose the, you know, the combo. And I would get it with like a hundred points. Yeah. The, um, and the soundtrack was always yeah. great. Oh, iconic. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. The Tony Hawk series introduced me to a lot of music I had never heard or just wasn't on my radar. And, like, I could say right now, without a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, the Tony Hawk soundtracks influenced the music I listened to today. Yeah. So it's it was just... But, no, they announced this yesterday, and I was like, are you serious? Yeah. But they're, like, they're the same courses, the same levels... The same systems, plus they're adding stuff to it. They're right. even pulling the original soundtrack. They're they're basically from the ground up to work with everything going on, and I am just super excited. Did you see it. the special edition? No, I, I didn't. I think it comes with a skateboard. Does it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so here's something you don't. I got, I don't know if I've ever told you when I so growing up in California, uh, one of my best friends uh, was a skateboarder, and okay. I started. I got into skateboarding yeah. because of him. Like his dad built him a, a, a quarter pipe in their, um, on, in their driveway so that he could just do whatever he wanted. Right. Um, but I used to actually be able to do a couple things when I was like eight, nine, 10. Dang, like I awful. could, I could grind on a, on a curb. I could do an Ollie. Um, yeah. I was like, I thought I was top shit. Like I would watch Tony Hawk and I would watch yeah. these, pro skateboarders and be like oh that's gonna be me someday i would watch my buddy get on this quarter pipe i was too scared to death like you get down there because i got up there once and i looked down and went nope (laughs) i'm not gonna i'll die (laughs) i could never figure out how to ollie it made no sense to me i'm like i don't understand this yeah i was i was telling my um oldest austin about it once and i i'm like i don't know if i could do and he's like, I could skate, yeah. just go from point A to point B, but I don't, I couldn't do it. I feel like an Ollie defies physics. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's, it's about timing and, um, uh, 
I want not momentum. That's not the word. Um, Friction. Isn't the whole idea you lift the skateboard and then you run your foot up it? Like your front foot? And that lifts it somewhat? Well, it's, it, it, it is a lot about momentum. Because it's how hard you push down. Yeah. And the momentum of moving forward at the same time. Oh, man, I just don't get it. Yeah, it's... it's no. It, it breaks my brain. Duh. But, um, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. And the fact that it's releasing September... I'm, I'm like, okay, so that game will carry me. I'll, I just won't play anything other than Tony Hawk. <laughs> um, the, but that's assuming there's so then a lot of people are also saying they're hoping that they're hoping that it's good and it succeeds because Tony Hawk three and the underground series was also well, pretty well loved. So I'm hoping that, you know, everybody's like, well, I hope the remaster of one and two are really good because hmm. then they'll remaster they almost have to remaster three and underground afterwards. So, yeah. Um, and then part of the news from last week. And the reason there's a reason I ordered this this way for us. I think to it makes to. sense. I'm glad you did it this way. Um, I am hold on. Cause I actually, when I watched the, uh, the Xbox 2020 event mm-hmm. I made, which now I'm not seeing on my desktop where it's supposed to be. I made notes as I watched it. There it is, yeah. Xbox thoughts. And I have what thoughts. are your Xbox thoughts? And I have opinions, but this is what we're going to do. Because you've been giving me all kinds of shit for no real reason <laughs> since this started. Because it's fun. It's what I friends know, do. Fun. I know. Um, but I've told you since this started and we first had our conversation, I had opinions and worries about this next coming generation yeah. of consoles that the Xbox event highlighted for me. But today's event made better. It's just so funny how that was an Xbox event. No, 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 no. And this was a PS5. But tech it wasn't. Demo. But it wasn't a PS5. Oh, I know. It was event. Unreal Engine. Okay. But it was. It's just funny how today's everything. I, and I knew you were going to pull that up. I know you were going to pull that up. You, you knew I was going <laughs> to, you know, bring um, it up. I had to. So first of all, Xbox is doing um, their event summer event thing. Yeah. Um, so their 2020 event from last Thursday that they touted was supposed to be all gaming demos or not gaming demos, um, gameplay, gameplay. Yeah. Um, I don't actually know what they're doing for June. I don't know. They have something they're doing with somebody. I think it's IGN or some other GameSpot or something where they're doing some stuff probably to just talk about what's left for Xbox one is going to be my guess. And yeah, then and then start, first party in July. And then in July will be first party um, unveils and whatever they're doing. Like, yeah. they're basically, hey, this is going to be Series X. This is all our stuff that we're working on. This is all our in-our-house stuff. Where you hope and pray that they show Fable. Um, right. You get to see Halo Infinite. Yes. You get to see all these great companies that they bought out yeah. and, and paid money for. Psychonauts 2, I think. Has Psychonauts 2. Has it, has it been confirmed? Yep. They're going to show it in July. Awesome. See? There's a lot of cool stuff I'm looking forward to yeah. the July one. But when they announced the one for Thursday, it was third party. Gameplay. So you and I even talked in, in the episode. Like, I went back to try to listen to it a little bit because I knew we talked about it. Yeah. We even anticipated that the Thursday event was going to show stuff like cyberpunk 
show us Madden, show us mm-hmm. these big AAA titles that we're all used to or that we're all excited about. And we assumed that was going to be because they it was supposed to be anchored by AC Valhalla. Mm-hmm. And that was the point of the event. And we talked about this. Like, yeah, you know, these are the AAA titles where you know, these are the third party that's going to be on everything, but they get to showcase on Xbox. Yeah. So, before I get into my opinion of the event, what was your opinion of the event, Sam? <laughs> well, I really liked it. And I it makes me laugh that everybody's like, Microsoft failed. It's over. Doom and gloom. Because they said gameplay. And, well... First of all, like they showed, I feel like more new things than I was ever hoping to see. Like they just, I mean, it was like trailer after trailer after trailer of some type of, you know, new game with that may have had some type of gameplay in it at some point. But I, you know, everybody crapped their pants because they're just like, oh, it wasn't like somebody sitting and playing the game the entire time. Well, I don't. Who cares? Like, I was like, I'm seeing new things in it. And I was like, that was exciting to me because kind of like you and I talked, there were those third party developers I thought it was going to talk about, like Cyberpunk. But I'm not worried about Cyberpunk being cool. I'm just like, I thought it would be neat to see more of it. Um, Madden, which it did have a little Madden trailer in it, but it didn't really show much. It did kind of an homage to the, you know, the history of Madden. It had Pat Mahomes. It so did it have was, Patrick was, Mahomes. It was the best like, part of the whole thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, you know, for, for, here's the thing. As I'm not a Madden player, but for those people that are, I'm sure you're excited to see what is the next step in the gameplay look like. And so I will say that was probably disappointing because maybe you saw a second at the end of some, you know, a character model. Um, and But then I feel like there were other new games that like kind of appeared on it that I was like, wow, like I like the chorus um, trailer with, with like a girl in her ship. Oh, and I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I thought that was kind of a neat little. Is that how you pronounce that? I think so. Chorus. C C H O R V S. Oh, maybe I didn't see the V. So Corvus. So. Right. But I like the trailer. I like the tonal piece of it about like a ship and her having like a link. And even with that, like I feel like there were gameplay portions with the ship flying around. And so, like, I was happy with that. The little. Um, trying to think what else there was. I have a list of all the games. Do you want me to go okay. through the games? Yeah, yeah. Go through some of the games. And Okay, so they opened up with Bright Memory Infinite. So my notes on it was, yeah. um, it was like a weird environment. Um, and it cycled between a, someone, so it started with some gunplay. Yeah. And then it was like a Spartan soldier fight. Mm-hmm. And then it jumped to uh, driving combat. Yeah. And the guy even afterwards said something about dreams. So it kind of made it sound like it was bright memory infinite, like it was going to be like a yeah something where you're involved in dreams and it just, it constantly is changing. Yeah, and it was I mean it was interesting in its own right that I, but I didn't see anything that looked like revolutionary to me. Um, I will say I watched it after the fact, not the live stream. I heard a lot of people saying that the live stream um, looked really poor, like the graphics and everything. But I watched it after, and I so I don't know if it helped. But when I was watching the trailer, I was like, oh, a lot of the lighting effects looked cool. I watched it after, too. Did you? Okay. I kind of wondered if that made a difference. But I like the lighting effects I thought looked neat and the weather effects that they had going looked cool. It it wasn't like a piece that like wowed me like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen anything like this before. Um, But it meshed some gameplay things in there that I was like, I could see this as being, you know, kind of that release at the same day, you know, the console comes out and maybe it'll be something fun to kind of, you know, see some new 
article. And apparently, at, they made the comment that it was developed by one person. So I was like, well. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, one? One person? I know. So that's an interesting statement to make. Um, and I, I hope we hear more about it, in all right. honesty. So. Um, all right, I'll just run through the list real quick. Yeah. Dirt 5. Yeah. Um, a game called Scorn that looked like this my note was alien meets bioshock with some damp death stranding weirdness yeah um Cor- corvus corvus whatever it is space combat see my issue when I'm, I'm gonna say my issue with it my not understanding of what that was was is it only space combat and her portion the the chick they show is that just like cinematic because they did show the gameplay of the space combat yeah and so i was like so is that just going to be like a, it's a like a, dri- a driving game where yeah. they imply story, but really it's just a driving game. Well, and that's the thing is I don't understand why that's a problem. Like if anything, well, no, it, and it wasn't. Makes, well, you said your issue with it to start well, with. And but. then I said, well, issues, the wrong word. Right. My, but even still, I'm like, okay, so why, why can't that be just like a little piece to see and then say, okay, show me more down the line. Yeah, it's fine. Um, they showed Madden Mahomes. Yeah. Did a cool montage of all old Madden games. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I did And I made a note on here, which I want to talk about at the end of this, Smart Delivery. Um, Bloodlines 2 was announced, Mm -hmm. which the opening part of Bloodlines 2 looked like it could have been ripped out of a Batman Joker comic. Yeah. And I was like, for two seconds, I was like, is this it? Is this the next Batman game? Yeah, I didn't. What the hell is happening? I remember watching it and being like, what is this for? (laughs) Is that Joker? Like yeah, so. um, but that is a that is a, a, a I know people who are really excited for Bloodlines yeah. too. Um, Call of the Sea, which looked very interesting. I put yeah. Mist Witness, an exploration puzzle game. And I thought looked, the exact same with Mist. I was like, kind of. Like, well, yeah, my first thought was, is this another Mist? Um, right. Did it look to you like they showed more than one art type while playing it? Because it kind of had that Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm art style on part oh, of it yeah, yeah. but there were other parts where it looked like it was heavily fleshed out and heavily detailed kind of wasn't sh- the little in part where he's swimming looked a little bit nicer yeah. now yeah. that now that you kind of mention it yeah i agree like yeah the one of the first pieces looked a little bit more cartoonish yeah and that where he's swimming looked a little bit more you know actual realistic right um call this no that was called the the ascent which was like a diablo style top down yeah shooter. No, it's okay. They actually released some gameplay, like 10 minutes of gameplay with it. And I will say, like, I, I wasn't super impressed watching it. I was like, eh. It, it kind of reminded me, um, Mark, or, oh, now I forget the name of the the name of the studio that made, um, wow, the real big shooter game when PS4 released, where you're going around circles, saving the humans. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name. Rezogun. Rezogun. The people yeah. that made Rezogun. Um, made a top-down esque shooter that 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 kind of reminded me of, except gotcha. this was more based off a core co-op and like it had more of a Diablo feel to it. Um, Which I mean, the, hey, if you know, Deli- I know a lot of people are big fans of Diablo, so yeah. You know, did you ever, did you play Diablo three? No. Play Diablo three. <laughs> it's, it's a fun game. Yeah. Um, the medium. My first note. My first note was I have no clue what this is. Um, <laughs> That, but then they talked to the guy, one of the people involved in making it after, and he yeah. used the phrase "next gen psychological game," um, yeah. and it's built around the composer of the Silent Hill series. And then they showed like a really quick gameplay thing that made it look like it's also going to play like 
Silent Hill. Like Silent Hill. Yeah, like which, a little bit of that. Which that Crazy alone. Worlds. Right, yeah. which that alone. Silent Hill. Um, did you ever play Alan Wake? Uh, a little bit. I never well, beat it. I love those games. And yeah. I've, like, ever since the PT trailer that, or demo that dropped on PlayStation that Kojima was supposed to be working on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, like, ever since then, I've been jonesing for a new Silent Hill movie game. Yeah. So that was, I was like, okay, yes, yeah. you're hitting a niche that I've been wanting to return for a while. Um, I think you nailed exactly what I was thinking when I saw it. I was like, what is this? <laughs> right. And then when like, I, it was like the, the world was getting destroyed and it was, I was like, Huh. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm like, and, and then, and then when the guy came on, called it a next gen psychological said, the composer silent Hill was working on it. And then they showed that one start of clip of actual gameplay. I went, it all clicked. And I was like, yeah. Oh yes. I like this. This give me this. Right. <laughs> um, which that was one of the, I would say two games that I was really excited. Three <laughs> games that I was probably really excited about from seeing from this. The next one was Scarlet Nexus, um, which is a hack and slash Japanese style game that mixes like typical arcadey looking mixed yeah, with yeah, actual yeah. anime. Um, it's with, probably uh, flowers. Flowers attacking you. Yeah. Uh, it was, what was really funny when it started, I couldn't remember who makes um, Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. And my first brain thought was, oh shit, is this next gen Plants vs. Zombies? Because <laughs> I was like, this is a new spin. I might actually play this. What is this? Yeah. Um, that's my, my only fear is it's probably gonna be a turn-based RPG. Yeah. It didn't look like my cup of tea at all. Right. The action looked cool and like the stylized everything. That was another one that did actually show a lot of actual gameplay. And I was like, wow, like that looks cool. Other than the fact that I know it's gonna be a turn-based RPG and I'm not going to want to play it. <laughs> and that was basically where my brain it's went. Not with it. It's not it's for us. It's not. It's not. It's something that I can appreciate and probably enjoy watching somebody play, right. but not something I'll play. Um, second extinction. Which oh is one of the yeah! Other game, There's my other game, game right there. <laughs> um, oh, I cannot so wait for this. Dinosaurs have reclaimed the earth. Yes. And now we have to take it back again. <laughs> could, and then could you not with like guns. the best name for a game ever? Second, second extinction. extinction. Yeah, I, I was, love it. I loved well, everything what about it. What was funny was when I was trying to, like I said, I didn't watch it live. I don't remember what was going on that yeah. day. But I was like, when I went to go look for it, I searched Xbox event because I couldn't th remember 2020. And I immediately saw people posting about nothing but, can't wait to kill the dinosaurs. And I'm like, what? If it doesn't <laughs> like, end with you riding a big um, meteor into the earth, you know, it's failed. <laughs> That, that should be the whole goal of the game. Um, was, the one thing I was sad about it is it seemed like it only showed one dinosaur type that I could tell. Yeah. I was hoping to see more dinos. Right. Like, let um, me kill some Brachiosauruses. <laughs> off, going completely off topic for a second. The city we live in has removed a lot of the... Dinosaurs? Flowers and greenery, scenery through our downtown. Yeah. And it started replacing it with sculptures. Have you seen the Velociraptor in front of the fire department? Are you kidding me? A life-size metal Velociraptor. What? In, if you, so if you're looking at the fire department oh. headquarters, if you're looking at the firefighter headquarters, yeah, to the right, in like the little grassy area, yeah, they made it a life-size Velociraptor. That's incredible. Is this so, coming from a, a fossil fuel forge? I don't know. 
There are a couple. There's one. I've only seen two. Two of the um, statues. The the one by the new Mexican restaurant was kind of weird and stupid. It was just a circle with two weird lines coming off of it. Um, but and then the Velociraptor. And I just I drove by and I was just like, why? I'm gonna have to go walk down there to see I this. Could, I couldn't. I couldn't wrap my head. I couldn't not get the that is stupid and pointless removed enough for me to go that's really cool because while it's really cool i don't understand why (laughs) hey they're reclaiming the earth they're reclaiming step one step coronavirus take take out all of us and when we do the dinosaur will rule terminator six dinosaur (laughs) yes please or whatever um the next game was yakuza like a dragon Eh, you Have know. you ever played a Yakuza game? I've played a little bit of some of the series. I think like the first and second one. And it's one of those, you know, it's kind of the Japanese, you know, your you know, Yakuza gang, kind of a story heavy, but like you learn moves as you're playing through. It was it was fine. It have just they, wasn't. Have they always game. had this weird supernatural twist to it? Or like magical? Uh, I don't remember. At least in the first one, I don't remember playing a, having a supernatural powers or anything like that in there that was what was weird to me because i was like oh this is a yakuza game what is happening and i was like you got dragon power right like what that's not a yakuza game is it i don't know i've never actually played one um what what happens when to dinosaurs when they evolve they become dragons they're reclaiming step one every every single one of these games was a step to get to second extinction yeah um and then they finished the game up with ac valhalla so now that we did this, I want yeah. I'm obviously showing you there are things I enjoyed and was yeah. excited about. Oh, I was just busting your chops the other day. I know. I, know. I thought it was funny because you're very you're like very meh response. I was like, man, I thought that was fun, so, and it gives you it gives you I think it gives Microsoft a platform to jump off of and show like you know trickle things out more, and it actually surprises me. I mean, I guess I'm happy that then the Aaron Greenberg or whoever comes on and says. Hey, I'm sorry. I think we misrepresented what we what we were trying to say, what right. we were trying to show. We should have just said nothing and just said, "Hey, you were going to show, you know, games or whatever." But the fact that people took that one word, gameplay, and got so upset blew my mind. And I'm like, I don't care that people are. I'm like, really? You're you're mad to see like multiple new games, multiple new games, and that's what matters. I feel like you know. Um. So, I, again, I, knowing you're just busting chops, as you put it, I do have some counters to that. First okay. of all, first of all, you're going to have people have that are counters to your counter. <laughs> you're going to have people that say they hate everything. No matter. Oh, a hundred percent agree. Yeah, that's always going to happen. I can't stand those people. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, you hate life that much. You could give them a hundred <laughs> bucks, and they would say, "Well, I hate a hundred bucks." You know. Um. Your question to me was, how was it? My reaction was, nothing special, really. Multiple new games, Brandon. Okay. Multiple games we've never heard about. You're missing, like, you could have said, hey, neat. They showed a bunch of new games. You done? (laughs) Yeah. Um, To which you... Nothing special. Immediately jumped back with... If it was Sony, you'd be going crazy. Which is a point for the next 
that we'll see. But my next comment to that was no, because if Shoney showed the exact presentation, then I'd feel the same because. All of those are third-party games that are already going to be on Sony. And it was basically a press conference for Sony, too. It doesn't yeah. matter who showed it. <laughs> um, well, that's actually not true, because some of the games are exclusive to Xbox. None of those games said they were exclusive to Xbox. The Ascent is. Are you sure? 100%. And I think the Medium is as well. I can check right now. Well, we'll discuss it later then I'll say 90% of those games are going to be on multiple consoles. Um, here, before I get into this, there are a couple things I do want to talk about that I noticed while watching this. There are a lot of games that are going to Game Pass that I was really excited about. Like Scorn is going to Game Pass. And I thought I marked all of them, but apparently I forgot to. Oh, The Medium is going to Game Pass. Yeah. Um, and it isn't an Xbox Series exclusive. I just checked it. The medium is? Yep. And so okay. is the Ascent. Okay. So what about Scorn? Uh, I don't know about Scorn. I just remember seeing that there were a couple that were Xbox exclusive. Okay. So there was something very interesting in here because we've talked about in the past about yep. the Scorn. Yeah, it is. It's, so it's, all the ones they said Game Pass are Xbox exclusives. Um, so, well, now I'm curious, I'm, I'm extra curious about this because Microsoft has done this in the past. Mm -hmm. Does that mean it won't be on Xbox one? I don't know. Because remember I, I did hear that, um, there was one of the games I think they talked about, I think it was the medium actually, that they wouldn't be able to run it on the Xbox one. Okay. So it was going to require the, all the hardware of the new consoles. Um, a couple other small notes, or one, yeah. one quick note. Uh, Yakuza did say it was going to be available at launch with the Xbox Series X. Yeah. Um, so something I, I noticed... Just in time for me not to play it? What? Just in time for me not to play it? Right. <laughs> so there was several of these games had the smart delivery thing yeah. that Xbox has been touting, um, where basically no matter what... If you buy it on Xbox One, you'll get it on Series X. One of those games that has almost, for me, pushed the idea and confirmed that there's no way Sony doesn't do the same thing mm -hmm. was Madden. Mm -hmm. Because EA is not going to agree to do that for just one console. Yeah. EA is purely gamed in, or geared at the casual gamer. And if EA does that for just Xbox mm -hmm. and not PlayStation, they know they'll piss off a large chunk of their their player base. Especially considering, so like Sony just announced 101 PS4s have been sold, which is nuts. 101 million, sorry. I, I thought it was 110. Was it 110? I think it's I glanced at the number. It might be 110. I just saw the one. Okay. So... You're going so no matter who wins, which is a ridiculous aspect, anyways. You know that the install base right now that you have is larger on PlayStation than any other console, right? So going into the next generation, you know you're going to want to carry along any goodwill you have. Mm -hmm. So I kept looking at the smart delivery thing, going, okay, you got a lot of people agreeing to do this. 
And then when they showed Madden and said smart delivery and Mahomes did the whole, I can't wait, which is really funny because everybody knows who follows Mahomes on Twitter, he plays on PlayStation. That's what's funny to me. He probably yeah. has everything under the sun, but oh, I, th- yeah. I thought it was a good get for them to, to get them to do that. Um, so if EA is doing this with Madden, it's going to have to be something Sony does. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk and Madden, two of the biggest games that are going to release this year. And I, I just don't see a situation where Sony doesn't have their own version, but because they haven't talked about it yet. I mean, it's, I mean, you'd hope that they would do something similar to it, you know, but who's to know until they actually say anything. That's kind of right. the hard part. So here were my concerns following the Xbox event that I never got to say to you because you were out gallivanting down in Springfield. <laughs> Didn't have time to record. Um, this was, so again, my hype for going into this event was what we talked about with the big AAA companies and seeing the next gen of these games which i thought if any company was going to show a good amount of gameplay it was going to be madden Mm -hmm. and they really shit the bed for me and and i was like what is it was a cool homage i mean i'll give them that but yeah i i think it would have helped them to show a little bit yeah because 90 look like 90 of it was them showing old gameplay footage from old games isn't ea gonna have its own own thing though it, it is. And there I'm you sure, go. I'm sure they're, sa- they're saving go. it for that. But I think, a, yeah. I think a little bit more than a cinematic of Mahomes diving for a touchdown yeah. would have been well, nice. That's, that's all it is then. I mean, you got to imagine they're just holding it. Because, I mean, I think that's the problem right now, too, is we're working in a world where quarantine is a thing. Everybody's, you know, kind of isolating themselves off due to the pandemic. And so a lot of these companies are just operating in a situation they've never been in before. Right. And so, whereas they say, well, yeah, maybe you can show this little bit of it, but we want to keep the big reveals for when we show our own stuff. Right. But I don't know. So, again, I had the expectation and anticipation of wanting something from the big, the yeah. big name companies for a third party Xbox Series X unveil. But the first trailer did an excellent job of highlighting my concerns for this next generation either system in general back when um, Arkham city released um, I want to say a year or two later Nvidia released this massive huge graphics card for PC and they used Arkham city as their way to tout the differences between playing this game on console Mm -hmm. and playing this game on a high-end PC There's a fight scene with Penguin in Arkham City where you're in this circular room and he's shooting an ice ice blaster at you. And they show there's a clip, and I'm probably I bet if I Googled it I could find it on YouTube still. Their their high their way they were showing it was the um, Batman running as you're running around. There's particles like dust, right? Just kicked up, nothing big. Some things on the ground, nothing real. Then they showed it running on a high-end PC with the NVIDIA card. And there were papers flying all over the air. There were ice chunks hitting the wall and breaking and falling and melting in real time. And it was like it upped everything that was happening at the time. And it was like visually stunning. Like, whoa, 
You know, like this is kind of cool. Like, and just, and they kept doing that swipe where it was like console, PC, side by side. And you were just like, that's really cool that this graphics card allows them to, because there were paper. Well, the one that really, the part that really got me were all the papers flying around in the air. Yeah. Because as he'd sweep the ice beam across, it would kick up like all this stuff. And it got me because I was watching, and especially that first trailer for Bright Memory Infinite. That's kind of all I kept seeing were like these little dust particles. Mm-hmm. But the whole actual visual aspect of it, which again was a lot of people were complaining about, well, Microsoft doesn't even look that good in any of these gameplays or trailer stuff. It all looks muddied down. Like the, the graphics don't look that great. But I'm worried. I was worried going into this because really, every, all these games are still being made with Unreal Engine 4. Mm-hmm. Even for the first year, all of these games are going to be working with the same technology for the last however long. Right. So, like, even though you have these two high-powered systems coming out, you can only do as well good as however good the game engine is. Right. And it kind of was like I was worried that depending on how it went from here, my concern was not just the Xbox, but because I was afraid that both Sony and Microsoft were going to have a couple years where, man, they're just going to be releasing games that are look like they could mm-hmm. be on the PS4 or the Xbox One, but they're just going to be bigger in scale and have ray tracing particle yeah. changes, right? Right. That was like that was like my concern when all these trailers and everything were done. That's what all I could think about was like, man, how much, how really advanced you have more horsepower, you instant loads, fast, you know, faster load time and stuff like that. But how are they going to advance it more than that? Like, what else can they do? And that was like my bigger concern from the Xbox thing. It had nothing to do with it being Xbox. It was more with the generation. I yeah. was kind of worried of this being a gap year or gap transition generation where they get the horsepower to do all these things, but they don't really aren't able to do it until maybe towards the end of its life cycle. Well, I feel like that's the same with any new console though, is that it's like the first couple of years are kind of figuring out the technology. And then as the, you know, system goes on and survives, it's like the tool set gets better and kind of to the next point, you know, with like unreal five, um, you know, new engines get released, people are able to do more with the technology, and then you really start seeing the advancements, which is pretty cool. Right. Which segued into today's big announcement from the Summer Game Fest was, so Epic Games created a um, tech demo. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently, and I didn't know this, they've always had, like, a better working relationship with Sony. Oh, I didn't know that. So I was watching some after after they did their tech demo and their thing today. Apparently, they've just always had a closer relationship with Sony. So they've been working with Sony on the PS5 since it started, and they started working on their tech demo. So the tech demo they showed today, unveiling Unreal 5, like he was even asked afterwards in the interview. He was like, well, I mean, we this is optimized for, for PlayStation 5 because we have a good relationship with Sony. This is what we do. But this is going to be across every platform. And that kind of, and which, I mean, you know it's going to be. It has to be. Because everybody uses Unreal. Yeah. If, you don't, if you don't use Unreal, you use um, uh, Unity or something. Yeah, and that's, that's what I was thinking, Unity. Yeah. And, like, and you, 
I love games made in Unity, but I've never seen a game made in Unity that looks as good as a game made with Unreal. Right. But the um, so I mean, the tech demo today, yeah, it was on a PS5 dev kit. But that shows you that really got me excited, and kind of eased my freak out a little about. Man, I really was like I'm a little nervous because the Xbox the presentations they showed, the this the I don't know the the word is escaping me. The potential for the next gen was like a little weighing on me, like, man, I don't know if they're gonna really be able to do anything. And then Unreal comes out and goes, So here, here's what it looks like. Here's mm-hmm. an actual tech demo we've created for this. Right. Um something that was really interesting that I was reading was the tech demo is actually playable. Yeah. It was supposed to be a part of the GDC. Oh, man. Dang. Like, and it's just one of those, man, Sony really got the short end of the shaft on this GDC being yeah. canceled. Because the Mark Cerny presentation, they were going to, yeah. sh- Epic was going to show this tech demo. And it was going to be playable on the floor at GDC for gotcha. anybody who was there to do it. And I was like, yeah, Sony kind of got screwed there. <laughs> like, having to cancel that. Um, but like, what? so what did you think of the tech demo? It was very impressive. You know, it's kind of like I remember back in the day whenever um, Unreal Engine 3 came out. I remember a friend showed me a tech demo. I think it was the tech demo they showed at the time of this lantern, like going around these hallways and everything. Yeah, yeah, and at yeah. the very end, it showed like a, the Brumac, basically the enemy, one of the major enemies from Gears. And I remember just being like, whoa, that tech demo looked amazing you know is this and i didn't you know i realized at the time i was like is this a game and they're like no it's just it's just a demo you know they're like they're just trying to show off the lighting and the things that it can complete but then it's funny because then you see like gears you know become a, a game and everything and i wondered that so when this first started up i before she started using like her powers i was like wait a minute i was like is this like the next uncharted is this like the right. girl? Like That's what I thought too. I was like, what is yeah. This? <laughs> Until she started using magical things, and I was like, oh, okay, it's not. It's it's something else. And then I was like, oh, but I was like, you know, a lot of the it looked very photorealistic, um, like the canyon she was in, and you know, the world around her as she's like, you know, walking along and doing different tasks and everything, and the lighting just looked amazing and beautiful. Um, and I don't understand, obviously to the level of detail that they do and to, you know, what they're diving into about like the polygon count and no, no more, uh, shoot. What do they call it? Oh man. They had a term for like no more bank or something like not, not, not a bank, but no more like they would be unlimited for what they were able to do and like not have to worry about like the polygon counts and things like that. The clip Um, they showed with the triangles really was like, holy crap. Because, like, I envision polygons from, like, I always think of Tomb Raider. Because the original Tomb Raider games were cool, but you could tell, like, you could see the polygons. Oh, 100%. And, like, then then they clicked this, and it was, like, like, whoa. The amount of detail in the, that they were calling triangles, which they said one triangle could be as big as one pixel. And I'm, like, wow. Like, that's, that's not white noise. These are just... These are all the polygons, but yeah. they're down to the triangle, which I assume is like the face of a polygon yeah. is what they're trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah, but it was, I, I, yeah, I thought it was very impressive for what they were showing. You know, I heard that like all this, this won't be available till 2021. So kind of going back right. to, you know, when will we actually see any of these improvements with the consoles and everything? It's going to, you know, it's going to be a while. And then once again, once it does come out and I'm sure the developers will have it in their hands before that, 
but it's like to get good at it and what it does well and what it can use. One of the things I did notice that I was kind of curious about is they kept using like Lumina and dynamic lighting is what they kept calling it. Yes. Which I kind of, I was like, wait a minute, ray tracing has been the big tout. So is that the same thing? Is that? No. So I think ray tracing is how it, how it reflects and shows the lighting okay so before and i if you watch the interview afterwards and i've watched other interviews in the last like couple months when talking about this i think there was an interview with one of the xbox devs where they were talking about how this time around they don't have to worry about basically faking the light you would create a box and you would have to create a light source but you would have to kind of fake the light in certain aspects i gotcha because the light wasn't dynamic and if you moved the light source you then had to move what you were faking you kind of had different elements like it wasn't really lit in parts of it it wasn't acting like real light basically right whereas like the so the very part of the start of the tech demo the guy starts moving where the sun is and it just completely moves the beam of light inside the cave she's in and just reacts naturally to it. Like the shadows react in real time to it and they don't have to worry about having to adjust the scene. Gotcha. Which I thought was one of the things I thought that was really cool because I was like, cause I've seen, I've played games where I'm, where I can tell the lighting isn't like dynamic, I guess, so to speak. Where, yeah. and I was like, man, I really wish that didn't look like that. But it's only because I've been playing video games long enough where I can see those things. Yeah. But like this was when they were doing moving the lights around and everything. Um, I really loved the hair and the clothes hanging off of her mm-hmm. as she was climbing and doing stuff. Um, one of the things I thought was real interesting, the part where she does the, where the camera, she goes side and starts scooting between the crack in the wall. <laughs> She's running her hand along the wall. And as she runs her hand, small crumbs of rock and dust fall off. Yeah. That was, was the other thing that made me think it was Uncharted. I felt like as <laughs> it, that series went on, Nathan Drake would touch more stuff as he walked by it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that looks so Uncharted to me. We'll see. And having just played um, uh, Star Wars this past year, Fallen Jedi, there's yeah. so many points in that game where you have to do that, go through a small corridor and go through a wall or something like yeah. that. And I was like, Ugh. I just was like, I'm so tired of this scene. But Uncharted does, did it uh, yeah. a lot, and that one does it. Um, but I, I, I joked because I, I was like, well, I, I see we still need to mark on the wall where we can climb. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> because it was like they had the yeah paint and everything, and I just thought that was funny. But yeah. I really thought the flying aspect was interesting. And the way she would like jump, like land on the side of a rock face and then jump off mm-hmm. really started making me think of Spider-Man. Yeah. Started making me think of the potential of other superhero games. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I think that would look really cool. Did you hear that? I heard it too. <laughs> I was like, what was That's that? Funny. Um, but no, I, so I, they basically then came out and they just talked about, you know, they, they had a, a long interview afterwards with Keeley about all the things this means they're going to incorporate it into um so fortnite's going to release when on the new systems when they release and then next year they're going to start incorporating this into fortnite Hmm. so um i just thought it was pretty interesting 
And I, I like the I like the tech demos, which is really funny because when I hear the word tech demo, I always think of the was it PlayStation Two or PlayStation Three? The rubber ducks. Yeah, I think I was. So yeah, but it's like tech 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 demos have come a long way. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know if they're doing another announcement tomorrow. But I really like the Unreal Engine announcement made me really excited because that means there's a new engine. That means all these studios are going to be able to do more with the horsepower they have because they were talking about how the the one statue in that tech demo had x amount of millions of triangles yes and then she went into the room that had 500 of those statues yeah and it was like the billions that are in there right and then they they did the the whole thing with the light opening and the light dynamically hitting Mm -hmm. and moving around and i'm like because that was a tech demo in game, it looked more like what you would see in one of those trailers where they took, you know, it looked more like a cinematic trailer even more than it looked like a in-game engine trailer. And yeah. something I also had learned from watching the interview with them, which I thought was very interesting, was I didn't realize Unreal Engine was used in big budget Hollywood movies. Yeah. It's in television shows. And they were talking about how they basically with the new hardware they're able to take stuff only usually reserved for big budget hollywood movies and incorporate it into a video game live no that's like cool that's amazing (laughs) so that's what you want to see next i should have said when you asked me about it i should have said nothing special (laughs) i honestly was expecting you to tell me something like well it was a sony demo i'm like it was a Sony demo demoing something for everybody. No, it was very neat. I mean, it's, it was, like I said, it's just, it's a, you know, the Unreal Engine, you know, next series, you know, five. So it's kind of good to see what, what's capable. So, and, and just another, another company that knows how to properly name its next iteration of something. Exactly. It goes from four to five and Microsoft still can't figure it out. Nope. <laughs> All right, sir. I think that's enough. We're almost at an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, good to chat with you. Sorry about the last podcast. Yeah, Everybody. you're fine. That's it was my I, I, it's my computer's fault. I'm blaming my computer. You um, you uh, get some more time, and are you so you going to get any actual games for your uh, quest? Oculus. Uh, you know, I think the super hot has probably sold me on it. I it was one of those. I was like, I don't know how much more fun it's going to be, but like the fact of having stuff right in your face was amazing. Uh, you know, our my friends have recommended Beat Saber that have the PlayStation VR. They said that's a lot of fun. Um, so I think those would probably be the first two. It's, it's this generation's um, Guitar Hero. Yeah, game. yeah, pretty much. So, and I've just, yeah, right now I'm just kind of enjoying the free stuff that does come with it because it's kind of like it's substantial enough for me to kind of, you know, mess around with it and see what it's capable of, and then as I figure it out, then I'll. Start how, are, how are the hand control aspects of it? Oh my gosh, they're amazing. Like I could not. So here's one of the things that like, you know, you get the, the you start to get the con or the console, you get the headset, you know, there's a little button to turn it on. So I was like, well, I'm just going to turn it on and I just want to see what happens. So I turn it on, put it on my face, kind of get it adjusted. And then I'm like, well, shoot, man, how am I going to find the controllers? I knew where kind of where they were. Well, the device recognizes them and you see their representation on the device through in vr and so you don't see your hands obviously reach down for them but even as you like touch it you can see it like move and i mean 
the one-to-one, which I'm sure there is a delay, but like I can, it's not noticeable. To me. So like what I'm able to do and control and everything, you know, and it's basically, you know, these three fingers. Right. Oh, did I lose you? You froze. Oh. There you are. Oh, there no, you are. Good. Sorry. But it's basically these three fingers that like you're using to control your whole hand and everything. So, cause you've got different triggers for each one of those. Um, but it just works remarkably well, just better than I thought it was going to. Good. Well, I'm excited to get more information for information from you on it and get to a point when we can, uh, do a half-life Alex, just so that we can see it. Uh, agreed. Hopefully I can find the cable. Um, when it gets back in stock, I, I have it, you know, send me an email that it's in in stock so well it might be quicker than you anticipate just watch gamestop's website yeah exactly that's what i'm watching for so. um oh there was one thing i wanted to get your your opinion on um yeah this was something more that uh and this is all you know i, I know we're trying to get done sorry um i thought this was very interesting so wb games montreal who has taken over the arkham series yeah um posted uh, apparently some kind of job posting trying to find a new anime and uh, somebody to come in and do some animation uh-huh and then everybody was like hey what's going on with batman right and they said thank you very much for your enthusiasm for our next project at this time our channel will showcase the studio we are who we are and what we love why we love making to games so stay tuned basically just saying we don't have anything to talk about for batman hmm I have to tell you why this pisses me off. <laughs> they just started randomly teasing crap at the yeah. end of last year. Like little comments, like little emblems, like even attached to this, the, the, who was what GameSpot posted the, from September 23rd, them doing the court of owls thing. They've randomly just been dropping this stuff. Right. We're at the point of the year where people are hot for information. Yeah. And we're just kind of, oh, so it's not, we're just not worried about it right now. Don't, in essence, tease everybody and like get your shit together. Like, don't start your marketing campaign until you're ready to market it. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, hire somebody. Well, you know, there is a pandemic going on. So maybe that kind of slowed things down. Then say that. <laughs> Don't say, oh, sorry, man, we're just working. And maybe it's just a tease that they're going to actually have some news and they just don't want it to. So during the interview with Epic, if you look over Jeff Keighley's right shoulder, there was a battering. Yeah. And I just kept going, is he being smug? Does he know all his announcements he has coming up? And he's just going to randomly put a battering over his one shoulder. Yeah. And I'm like, come he on. He could. He could. What was really funny was yesterday... Or no, the day before, before the Tony Hawk announcement, somebody said, so, hey, we're really excited. And he goes, look, it's going to be a fun announcement, but just so you know, no, it's not Batman. And I was like, Aww. he was like, thanks, Keely. Just kill it right now. That's fine. Yeah. Still a good announcement. It is still. Yeah, Tony Hawk? Yeah. yeah. Unless they announce a new Arkham game or whatever the, whatever the hell Rocksteady is working on. Yeah. Tony Hawk will stay at my number one. Cool. So, sir, pleasure talking to you as always. We'll get together again soon, hopefully with better recording. Indeed. Have a wonderful day. You too, buddy. Bye.